I'm Samantha Sheris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, February 2nd. Here are today's headlines. The Republican-controlled House of Representatives ousted Democratic Representative Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee today. Let's listen to some of Omar's comments from earlier today via the Daily Caller's Twitter. I didn't come to Congress to be silent. I came to Congress to be their voice. And my leadership and voice will not be diminished if I am not on this committee for one term. My voice will get louder and stronger, and my leadership will be celebrated around the world as it has been. So take your vote or not, I am here to stay and I am here to be a voice against harms around the world and advocate for a better world. Republican Representative Mike Waltz tweeted earlier today that allowing Representative Ilhan Omar to serve on House Foreign Affairs is a national security issue. When sitting lawmakers make anti-Semitic remarks, question the motives behind 9-11, and liken America to terrorist groups, it plays right into the propaganda of our adversaries. Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn also weighed in on the news, saying, Democrat Representative Rashida Tlaib spoke on the House floor literally crying that her anti-Semite colleague got kicked off the Foreign Relations Committee. This tells you everything you need to know about the Democrats. The House voted 218 to 211, with one member voting present and four members not voting. Another day and yet another development in the Hunter Biden laptop saga. Fox News reported that lawyers representing the president's son wrote letters to the Delaware Attorney General and the Justice Department, asking for them to investigate Steve Bannon, Rudy Giuliani, and Joe Mac Isaac, who is the owner of the computer repair store, where Hunter reportedly left his now infamous laptop. Hunter's attorney Abe Lowell told Fox Digital that these letters do not confirm Mac Isaacs or others' versions of a so-called laptop. They address their conduct of seeking, manipulating, and disseminating what they allege to be Mr. Biden's personal data, wherever they claim to have gotten it. Speaker McCarthy was asked about Hunter's calls for a federal investigation earlier today. Let's take a listen via Forbes. I'm Hunter Biden and uh, his calls for a federal investigation now into the dissemination dissemination of the laptop. How is that going to impact your own investigations? Uh, I don't think anyway. I think it's delayed in his tactic. I think it's an an attorney tactic to try to stop something. Um, The one thing I will say from that, he's acknowledging now it is his laptop. Um, so he was a little slower than than the rest of the papers and Twitter and the others, but now we know that it's true. Um, and I think the investigations here, the uniqueness is you'll have Republicans and Democrats and we'll get to the bottom of all that. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders will deliver the Republican rebuttal after Biden's State of the Union address. Speaker McCarthy announced the news this morning, noting that Sanders is the youngest governor in America, the first female governor in Arkansas history, and part of the first father-daughter governance in history. In a statement, Senator Tom Cotton said, Under President Biden, America has stumbled from crisis to crisis, both at home and on the world stage. Sarah Sanders will present the Republican case for strong families, economic prosperity, and military strength. 
Our governor is a champion for conservative values who will contrast sharply with President Biden's divisive, weak leadership. McCarthy also announced that Republican Representative Juan Ciscomani will also deliver a speech in Spanish after Biden's remarks. McCarthy said in a statement, while Democrats' woke politics would have you believe the worst in our nation, Juan and his family are a shining reminder of what we look like at our best. They are the American dream, and Congress is all the better because of the unique perspectives and lived experiences that Juan brings to this institution. Biden's State of the Union speech will take place this upcoming Tuesday, February 7th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And speaking of Biden, he said that we can redeem the soul of America this morning at the National Prayer Breakfast. Every U.S. president dating back to President Dwight Eisenhower has attended the breakfast, which was held in Washington, D.C. Let's listen to some of President Biden's comments. In our politics, in our lives, we too often see each other as opponents and not competitors. We see each other as enemies, not neighbors. And as tough as these times have been, if we look closer, we see the strength, the determination that has long defined America. Biden also said, let's just sort of kind of join hands again a little bit. Let's start treating each other with respect. That's what Kevin and I are going to do. Not a joke. We had a good meeting yesterday. I think we got to do it across the board. It doesn't mean we're going to agree and fight like hell, but let's treat each other with respect. Biden and McCarthy met at the White House yesterday to discuss the debt ceiling. Ryan Deese plans to step down from his position as Biden's economic advisor later this month. Deese tweeted earlier today, it has been an unspeakable privilege to serve the president of the United States. Thank you for putting your trust in me for leading us with resolve and integrity, and for your unwavering vision that we can and will build an economy that works for all Americans. In a statement Thursday, Biden said, Brian's work was critical to the passage of the most significant economic agenda in generations, the American Rescue Plan, which brought our economy back from the brink, the bipartisan infrastructure law, the most significant investment in our nation's infrastructure in generations, the CHIPS and Science Act, which ensures we make more high-end technology here at home so we can outcompete the world, and the Inflation Reduction Act, which is giving millions of families breathing room, investing in clean energy manufacturing, and addressing the climate crisis. Ron Klain, who served as Biden's chief of staff, announced his departure from his position last month, though he will still be involved with the administration. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. And if you haven't had a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we bring you interviews with lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be sitting down with Heritage Foundation Senior Policy Analyst for the Federal Budget, Preston Brashers, to discuss why your tax returns could be a little bit smaller this year. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for joining us today. Have a wonderful night, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop.
To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.